0: right now from Twitter. I'm here with Greg Johns for our weekly chat about the Seattle Mariners who are still hanging in there uh, despite a little stumble here and there. But Greg, I want to ask you first just about Felix Hernandez. A little slower than expected with his recovery. Um, They don't really know how long he's going to be out until. But I just wanted to kind of ask you, like, what is your opinion of the rotation without him if they have to move forward um, without his assistance for, like, an extended amount of time? You still feel pretty good about where this team is?
2: Yeah, Allison. It's uh, you know anytime you're without Felix, it's a tough, tough deal. And uh, and then last night they got Taiwan Walker had a had an issue come up, uh, uh, and so that's another uh, a foot problem with him, a uh, tendon in the arch of his foot. So tough, tough deal if they're going to be out with those two guys. They don't think Walker's going to be out too long yet. But we're still waiting for an update on him. But yeah, Felix, it's a tough blow. They've, they've done well with James Paxton stepping up, real big. Uh, Pitching well in in his absence here, his last couple starts, but it's tough to go. You know, think you're going to go too too deep with uh, with your ace on the sideline. So they 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 do hope to get Felix back sometime in July. It's still kind of iffy on his uh, his timing. So we'll see how that works out. But uh, uh, yeah, there's no doubt they're going to miss Felix for whatever that length of time is. And and uh, you know they're trying to kind of keep things together with the rotations they've got. Pitching is the name of the game, and uh, you know we'll, we'll see where they go with it.
0: Yeah. So with Walker's um, outing, let's talk a little bit more about that. So he's out after three to third inning. Uh, like you said, with the aggravated tendon in the arch of his right foot, uh, he was left up in that outing too. So is this like was this all correlated? I mean, was this um, something that had like been bothering him when he was warming up? Did he notice it, or did it develop through the start?
2: He said it's it's something that he has felt. You know, he had a little problem with it earlier in the year. And pitched through it, so uh, you know it wasn't a big deal at that time. He uh, last night with his start, he came out and his, his uh, first inning he strikes out the side. He he ends up striking out the first guy in the second inning, and then at some point there in that inning, he said you know, he felt a little little twinge there in that foot, and that's uh, you know a little little warning sign for him. And then uh, I think the next inning went to feel the comebacker and, and kind of felt felt something a little, little more from there, and. and uh, and then the, the third inning, uh, went over to cover first base on a ground ball on the right side and, again, felt something. And the coaches noticed, uh, and the trainers, that, that he was having trouble pushing off. Uh, wasn't getting, you know, the, the push-off that he needed coming down the down the mound that, that you hope to see him and start pitching more with his arm instead of his legs, and that's not what you want to see. So they went out and, uh, and asked him about it, and uh, he acknowledged that he's having some problems with it. So they got him out of there right away. The last thing you want to do is have a little foot, you know, Injury turn into a, to an arm problem because you're throwing wrong. So, yeah, we'll we'll see. We're just uh, finding out today, probably a little more on where his situation is. But certainly something to keep an eye on. Uh, tough to go far without Felix and uh, and Taiwan for very long. That's for sure.
0: Yeah, I'm sure this has been kind of frustrating times uh, a little bit for the Mariners. I mean, we were. Um you know, I mean, things were going so well for them in April. And um, Scott Service seems to, you know, I'm kind of keeping my eye on him just because I'm, I'm just so curious about first-year managers, how they handle things. Scott Service seems to uh, be keeping a very even keel. Um, he he understands, obviously, the ups and downs of a season. Um, through their recent stretch of just, like, losing 5 or 6 to the Rangers, I mean, it's got to be frustrating. How has he been through this?
2: That was a tough stretch. I mean, they played, uh, played the Rangers uh... – you know, two series in the span of ten days and, and dropped five of the six as you mentioned. That that's tough. Uh you know, when you're going up they came into that first series dead dead even and uh, now you know here we are two weeks later and, and uh you know they're they're about five back so that that that's something that you know they're gonna have to look back on later, maybe that see if that's the key to the season or not. They've definitely got to start making up ground uh over the long haul here. But service, uh, you know, he he's he's handled things well. I mean he's he's a uh, first year manager, but he seems to have a real good feel for the clubhouse. He seems to have a good sense of the guys, and, and uh, I, I've been impressed with him really from from the start of camp. Uh, he's he's come out and established pretty good rapport with the players. Kind of, you know, it's definitely their clubhouse, their their team. He, he he's let them play, have loose. His big message is be yourself, and uh, you know he's kind of carrying that through right now. You guys got to stay loose, keep playing ball, and we'll be all right. He he likes his club. He keeps saying I like this club. I like where we're going. We just got to. To stay with it, you know, if they're about you know 160 games into the season, uh, roughly. Uh, and he says, "Hey, if you told us this is where we're going to be coming out of camp, you know, pretty rough first month or two schedule-wise uh, with this club, you know, I, I don't think anybody would have turned down this, you know, where we are right now. So uh, you know, maybe disappointing this last stretch, but overall, big picture, uh, feels pretty good about where they are. They just want to be positioned to, you know, to be playing meaningful games in August and September, and and, and see what they can do there."
0: Okay, so on a much lighter note, um, I got kick out of the Mariners uh, drafting Trey Griffey, who would be the son of King Griffey Jr. Um, somewhat symbolic. I just want to make sure that I have this right, and and we need to say that you know for the later rounds of the draft, some you see some of these things happen a little tip of the cap uh, to a uh, you know a, a Hall of Famer who's going to be inducted that year, or just a longtime employee. Um, you know, somebody who's been very special to the organization. Um, you know, Trey Griffey is a, has not really played baseball since he was a teenager. He is a junior wide receiver at Arizona. So um, I'm not so sure that this is somebody that they're going to have in their organization. But it sounds like, you know, you never really know. And they just want to make sure if there is somebody that's going to grab him, then it needs to be the Mariners.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, there, there was a lot of symbol, symbolism there, Allison. It's no coincidence they picked uh, Trey Griffey with pick number 24 in the, t- right. in the 24th round. I mean, that, that's all about Ken Griffey Jr. and, and number 24, of course, will be retired uh, right after he gets inducted into the Hall of Fame and, and uh, the chance to, uh, you know, kind of kind of make a statement and in, in draft his son. I, I think there's there's not any real expectation that, that Trey plays baseball, but as Tom McNamara, the scouting director, said, hey, uh, you know, if he decides at some point that that he does want to play baseball, we want him to know that uh, this is where this is where he wants to be. You know, obviously a good athlete, and uh, you kind of like the gene line coming from the, the Griffey clan. So, yeah, I mean, kind of a fun deal. Uh, whether he ever ends up playing or not, you know, probably doubtful. But uh, there's been other guys that, you know, have tried baseball late and uh, have done all right. So we'll see what happens. But I don't expect to ever see that. But I think it's kind of cool when you see uh, see Trey Griffey around 24 and then uh, put a big smile on a lot of faces in the Barrier in the organization.
0: Yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, talk about that gene pool. I mean, just the athleticism of these guys where you can literally not play baseball since you're 14 and, and actually even be considered to possibly be able to play professionally. That's just something you're born with. You really can't, um, you know, teach those skills. So, anyway, okay, we've kept you long enough. Greg, thank you so much. We'll talk to you next week.
1: You bet, also Good talking to you.